back to Body and Soul, the Torah Health and Fitness Podcast. I'm Rabbi Alexander Seinfeld. Last week, we presented the startling, unexpected, rabbinic view from the Talmud that wisdom on how to care for your health is more pertinent than religious matters, than spiritual matters. Imagine a famous rabbi comes to town to give a speech, and you expect to learn something about the upcoming holiday, something about Shabbat, something about spirituality, about the soul, about the Torah, and he starts lecturing about how to care for your health, how to go to the bathroom safely without injuring yourself. Per ancient Jewish wisdom, maximum spiritual living requires good physical health. Moreover, again, per ancient Jewish wisdom, most people die before their time, before the end of their allotted lifetime due to neglecting their physical health. Indeed, today, the three biggest causes of death in most countries, cardiovascular disease, diabetes, and now COVID-19, are almost always preventable. They're caused by long-term habits and lifestyle. Similarly, people who end up in wheelchairs and walkers and nursing homes, it's too often for preventable reasons because of years of neglecting their health. Not always, but very often. So given this knowledge, why don't we change? Why is it so hard to change? Why, for example, do 95% of diets fail? People want to lose weight. They know they should lose weight. Why is it so hard? The key to successful change can be remembered with two words, behema and betselem. Behema means animal. Betselem is short for betselem elokim, in the image of God. Behema versus betselem. The Torah describes humanity with majestic language. B'Tselem Elohim Barau. We are created B'Tselem in the image of God. The Torah asks us to consider something extremely lofty that we earthlings might somehow resemble the infinite, omnipotent, omnipresent, almighty God. The Ramchal, Rabbi Moshe Chaim Lutzato, tells us in his magnum opus, Der Hashem, that the purpose of the entire creation, the fulfillment of the good of the entire universe, is for God-resembling creatures to achieve their own perfection, that is, to increase their level of B'Tselem, and to make that realization of B'Tselem Elohim their primary purpose. To help us achieve this purpose, the Torah gives us specific opportunities that we call mitzvahs, mitzvot commandments. Clearly, we all know that serious Jews care about mitzvahs. But try asking a serious Jew, an educated Jew, what's the Torah's first mitzvah? Who cares? Why should it matter? It matters because we have a tradition from the Talmud that to understand any term's essence, the real foundation of that term, the root of it, we have to study the first time it appears in the Torah. So we should be very interested to know where and how the Torah introduces the concept of mitzvah. I've asked many educated Jews this question, and many, or most, struggle to answer. 
The actual word mitzvah first appears in the Garden of Eden, Gan Eden. And it's in the context, of, interestingly, of eating and self-control. And God commanded the human, saying, From every tree of the garden you shall surely eat, but from the tree of knowledge of good and evil you should not eat from it. That's the first use of the word mitzvah, command. This is a fascinating fact. After all, there are other major Torah values that would have made sense as the introductory mitzvah. For example, Hillel and Rabbi Kiva both famously declared, love your neighbor to be the most important principle in the whole Torah. Hence, the first mitzvah might have been, toward every creature you shall show kindness, and to no creature shall you show, show meanness. Similarly, the Ten Commandments begin with the two fundamentals of monotheism, suggesting the first mitzvah might have been, you shall worship God, but you shall not worship idols. Nevertheless, the Torah's seminal use of mitzvah is neither about ethics nor religion, rather about eating and self-control. Moreover, the Torah mixes into that discussion desire, taiva. And the woman saw the tree was good for food and it was taiva, desirable to the eyes. Therefore, the epitome of mitzvah is self-control in the face of food taiva, desire. And refraining from eating certain foods is a universal model for actualizing our b'tselem elokim, our living in the image. Coincidentally, among the endless temptations and hurdles in our pursuit of self-perfection, it happens to be that the desire to eat something unhealthy is probably the most universal test, and for most people, possibly the greatest continuous struggle. Think about it. Our bodies are designed to desire food every day. Most of us have access to more calories than we require. We are bombarded by clever marketing to eat unhealthy food. In the face of this biological need and these two temptations, that is to overeat and to eat unhealthy food, most of us fail repeatedly. Yet the story of the forbidden fruit also contains wisdom on how to conquer these temptations. There are great rabbis, sages, scholars in our history who have mastered this wisdom. Yet one not need be a scholar. The wisdom is available to anyone who seeks it. Your nugget of Torah health and fitness wisdom for the week to contemplate and think about. Remember the two words, Behema versus B'Tselem. The Garden of Eden story is telling us that our fundamental purpose in life is to learn how to live B'Tselem and not like a Behema. And that the taiva, the desire we have for unhealthy living is by design to give us the opportunity to live B'Tselem. That means every time I experience an unhealthy taiva, an unhealthy desire, whether it's unhealthy food, too much food, whether it's to take the elevator when I know I should take the stairs, to look for the closest parking spot when I could park in the farthest parking spot and move my legs a little bit more, when it's to sit down when I should be getting up, whenever I feel this taiva that I know in my mind is not the healthiest choice, 
That's by design to give me the opportunity to live but Solomon, not as Bahama. What am I living for? Comfort or greatness? To sign up for updates on future episodes or on the forthcoming book, please visit TorahHealth.org. Until next time, be gesund. Thank you.